Welcome back to Making a Mess. I'm Messenger Publisher Kristen Tribe, and I'll be honest with you, the studio is a little lonely today. It's just me. Uh, my partner in crime, editor Richard Green, is on vacation. So momentarily, I will be welcoming guest Decatur Fire Chief Nate Mara. He was recently named the chief upon the retirement of Mike Richardson, and he has some big ideas and some great goals for the department. They've always been very involved in the community, so I know you'll enjoy hearing from him. And he's also going to share some um, fire safety tips with us as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And before we get into the show, let's hear a word from this week's sponsor. Welcome back, friends and neighbors. Brett Wade here at A to Z Rentals and Sales here at 1907 Chico Highway in Bridgeport. Our number is 940-683-2012. Last week we spoke about some of the larger equipment that we have, including our wood chipper and log splitter. So this week we're going to talk about some of the smaller items that we carry, such as this is a stump grinder. And once you cut the trees down with your new Echo Chainsaw, you can come in with that stump grinder, make short work of the stumps, grind them down a couple of inches under the ground, throw some dirt on them, you're good to go. Won't have any stumps in your way when you're doing your lawn work. This machine is, a, is an auger. It's a one-man towable auger that is so much easier than using the post hole digger yourself or the one-person ones that rip your arm off that you get. This one's towable. It's easy to use. It's a great, great machine to make short work of setting fence posts or any other type of holes that you need to do. We also have the auger attachments for the skid steers. You know, you can use that. We have rock bits, rock hammers. Uh, we have five skid steers on hand at the current time. We also do small engine repair and we're also an authorized uh, Echo Power Equipment dealer. We service their equipment as well as all other major brands. As you can see we have go-karts, golf carts, generators. We also have four-wheelers, riding mowers, weed eaters, chainsaws, you name it we can fix it. Big or small we can fix it all here at A to Z. And this year is a good time of year to go ahead and get your equipment serviced before winter, before the spring rush. And another tip is go ahead and drain the fuel out of your equipment so it doesn't sit there and go bad over the winter. And then you come in to see me next spring because it won't start and you're having to put a new carburetor on it. The other thing you might want to keep in mind, we sell a full line of uh, fuels that are 50 to 1 premix. They do not have ethanol as ethanol is the enemy to any engine. And if you use this, it costs a little bit more, but in the long run, it saves you some money. So come on in to see us here at A to Z Rentals and Sales. Big and small, we have it all. Thanks. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Making a Mess. I'm Mes Messenger Publisher Kristen Tribe, and today I have with me our guest, Decatur Fire Chief Nate Mara. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me out, Kristen. I appreciate it. Well, good deal. Well, we were excited to visit with you since you were the newly named fire chief here in Decatur and a longtime member of the Decatur Fire Department. Absolutely. <laughs> so I guess to get started, can you tell us a little bit about why you became a fireman and how you got started here in Decatur? I'd love to, but first, if you don't mind, since I've screened today and I don't have a temp and I'm going to take my mask off so everybody can hear me. And okay, that sounds good. I'll do the right. same. Okay. I have been screened as well. Right on. And I will note that we are also... And um, for those of you just listening, we're sitting six feet apart. Absolutely. We're social distance. Yep. So. Social distancing. 
It's the it's the standard today. It is. Uh, yeah, I've I've been on the fire department since two thousand five. Okay. I, uh, when I was a teenager, I worked for Sunny Hills, which was is a care facility, nursing home. Right. It's now called the Hills. Yeah. But I was a staff aide uh, as a teenager, and I helped with changing linens and, and fresh water and feeding some of the residents mm-hmm. that couldn't feed themselves. And so I got a firsthand look at the 911 system. Mm-hmm. Ambulances were coming to the facility, you know, while I was working there. And, and I saw the EMTs and paramedics. Right you know, engaging with those patients and making a difference right there mm-hmm. in most cases. And I thought, wow, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, fast forward to when I graduated high school, I, I didn't want to go to college, didn't want yeah. anything to do with that at the time. And um, I, I put myself in EMT school and, yeah. and I joined the volunteer fire department in 2005. And, wow. and I served as a volunteer for a couple of years. Uh-huh. And uh, during that time, I worked for Wise County EMS as an EMT. Yeah. Um, so I really got my start uh, in the business, as mm-hmm. we say, on the ambulance. Yeah. And so that's how, it all, that's how it all started. And then what a great in 07, uh, they hired four firefighters. Yeah. And I was one of the first four hired on the career side. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has been a whirlwind of history. <laughs> I bet. I bet. How does it feel to be one of the first paid firefighters, not only in Decatur, but in Wise County? I mean, you guys are the only department at this time with the paid staff, correct? Right. Well, with, full, well, with full-time, full-time staff. Time, yeah. There's, There's some a different matrix of, of staff. Some have like a chief, mm-hmm. things like that. But yeah, so how does that feel to be um, one of the first full-time paid guys here you, you know it, it time flies so fast yeah and and it, the years just really are starting to add up and um i just remember it being a really big deal and i was yes. just so humbled by the opportunity to to even be a firefighter to yeah. begin with and and then now that i'm a little older and <laughs> i understand the history that we made uh it is a big deal and I, mm-hmm. i'm just so grateful to have been selected yeah you know, it's just a it's going to be a really great story to pass along to to the next generation of firefighters absolutely so tell me about your journey to become chief i mean when you started this did you ever dream that you would be fire chief was well, that a goal or <laughs> there's a small joke there um, <laughs> chief richardson he was our he was our fire uh-huh. chief and when he interviewed me he you know, you get the standard set of questions, but his had a little spin on it. You know, and when we got to the question that where do you want to be in five and then ten years? Yeah, I just spit out, well, I'll be you. I'll be the fire <laughs> chief. And, and he chuckled, and, and he always reminded me of that uh-huh. as the years went on. You know, that if you want to be the fire chief, here's here's the markers what that you, you got to do. Yeah, that you got to put in and. And, you know, I just really, as I saw time was just mm-hmm. really getting away from us, I started pouring into my yeah. certification education, and, and the timing just fell together, yeah. and, and I was able to complete some of those milestones yeah. for my career, and and it all came together. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's been exciting. a very a very quick journey for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you feel when you found out you would be the next fire chief? Was it emotional? I was very emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if even if you remember the the retirement ceremony, yeah. I was a basket case. Yeah, uh, partly because you know Mike was our friend, still yeah. is our friend, but also because I think at that moment the responsibility hit me. Yeah, um, 
this is happening. And, <laughs> it's for real. It's for real. <laughs> yeah, this is not a, this is not a social media uh, joke. This is right. for real. You know, and, and uh, but yeah, it was emo- I was emotional. But then, you know, immediately ready to get to work. Of course, you know? yeah. Mike gave us tons of room to be successful. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he gave us plenty of freedoms to operate and kind of spread our wings, yeah. you know, across the department. So I, I felt ready, uh, mm-hmm. but intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing a great job so far. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I know we, you. We've, we were all excited for you, and um, we're excited to see what's in store for the department. So with that being said, what are some of your goals um, for the department as the new chief? Uh, great question. We, we talk about it every day, I yeah. feel like. Uh, one of the things right away that we wanted to shore up was uh, we needed a new engine. Mm-hmm. And, and Mike had started that process for right. us, and, and the council already knew that mm-hmm. those were things that we needed. And, and so we kind of finished that up, and in that mm-hmm. process, uh, we let a, we formed an apparatus committee. Was, okay. Uh, that apparatus committee was head up by uh, Assistant Chief Bennett mm-hmm. and eight other members. So it was a, a very large piece of our fire department yeah. uh, deciding kind of what that piece of equipment needed. Mm-hmm. And and through that, we came up with a color change. Oh, wow. Uh, Do and, tell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. And, and so uh, October 24th, okay. we're, we're going to have a, a wet down ceremony, okay. uh, which is historical in itself. And, and okay. I can... I'll I should say, yeah, can... Can you tell us a little bit about that? Or if you want to talk about the details of the ceremony and come back to it. But I do want yeah. to know more about the wet down I'll, ceremony. I'll explain the wet down. Okay. So we landed on this this color change. And you'll you'll be able to see that on October 24th. Okay. Nine, You're nine, not going to tell us what it is right nine now. Nine o'clock. No, I'll say. I'll say. <laughs> it's it's uh, white trucks, which we, okay. were, we were trending that way. Yes. The, the majority of our apparatus were right, white. Right, right. Uh, but then the blue... Uh, stripes oh, nice. with, okay. uh, with our standard patch logo that's uh-huh. trimmed in blue. Uh, and the, the, the guys and girls, they landed on that blue, and mm-hmm. we saw a bunch of samples, and, and they just loved it. Great. So, uh, you know, I, my, sharp. I, I wasn't a fan. I, I'll be really? honest. And, I, yeah. and I'm, I'm okay to say that. Yeah. I, you know, I was I was brought up on white and red. Right, you know, yeah. That that's people, what a fire truck that's looks what like. A fire truck is. <laughs> but uh, you know, when my members tell me, "Hey, you know, that's, that's really what we want," I say, "Okay, well, it's it's your truck, and, yeah." And and if you're gonna you know operate mm-hmm. on it every single day, then then I'd like for it to be what you like. Yeah. So, so I'm cool with it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, and they do look sharp. Yeah. I, I will say, if you haven't seen one of our new vehicles mm-hmm. uh, out and about with the new scheme, they, yeah. they do look sharp. We're super proud of that, and it gave us the opportunity to kind of connect with our school. And our right. community, yeah, tied every, together. Everything else indicator is <laughs> blue or blue and silver. Right, and, right. And so we we appreciate the opportunity to tie into the community. Too. Yeah, so that's great. It's, it's a good deal. That's great. So the wet down. Yeah. So tell me what yeah. uh, what this is. So I've asked Mr. Eaton, and I've asked mm-hmm. uh, some of the past members, and I've had conversations with folks in the area. Yeah. Have we ever done a, an apparatus ceremony uh-huh. to, to honor and, and kind of highlight those right. who provided this apparatus? Mm-hmm. And, and nobody can really recall that that we in fact did that. Yeah. We, we did some versions of it. Right. But, uh, we want to reach back down into history and and bring out the wet down yeah. fishing ceremony and, and it stems back to the early days when the fire carts literally were drawn by horses wow and there's several versions of of what this thing is uh-huh. um, anywhere from they would wet down and wash the horse mm-hmm. put the oh, horse okay. in the stall and yeah. then roll the wagon you know into uh-huh. its stall 
And then there are other versions of the story yeah. where, you know, back in the 1800s, rival fire companies received payment for arriving to a fire oh, wow. ahead of the other. Oh, how so there are stories that have surfaced about rival companies uh-huh. uh, wetting down an apparatus <laughs> as a sign of some sort of bad luck or bad yeah. omen. So, <laughs> Um, we can twist it however yeah. we want, but the, the neatest piece of it is is that it, it gives us an opportunity to, mm-hmm. to thank the community for, sure. for investing in us mm-hmm. and giving us really good equipment to protect them with. Yeah. Uh, it gives us a great opportunity for the folks that may never, ever meet a firefighter to yeah. talk to a firefighter and put their hands on the tools mm-hmm. and the medical equipment mm-hmm. and, and see that truck um, as it's going into service right. to serve the community. Yeah. So it's, we're really excited. Everybody. That's exciting. Everybody seems pumped up and mm-hmm. fired up. No pun intended. <laughs> so. I bet so. Well, I know um, um, all of this. The ceremony that was held for Chief Richardson when he retired, the retirement ceremony. Um, I was just very impressed with that. And I know there is a lot of ceremony in the fire service. Mm-hmm. Um, most of which I'm not personally familiar with. That was really my first glimpse of it, I guess. And um, I just thought it was so special and, and memorable. And so um, I look forward to this with the new truck too. Just every little piece seems to, that it seems that you guys find a way to mark things in a special way, you know, and we We do, we really, we really try to do everything with a purpose. Yeah. And, and that stems from our emergency response just in in general you know Mm -hmm. we we don't um, we don't do things without considering efficiency right you know so everything has a purpose yeah so that's uh, ceremonies are a big deal in the fire service Mm -hmm. and and we really try of course this year it's been different yes uh, we really try to to say the least not only those who provide for us Mm -hmm. uh, but those who do the providing our our team our Mm -hmm. our men and women Uh, we really try hard to honor them so that's where some of that stuff comes yeah. from. Yeah. Well, great. So this ceremony on the 24th, is the public invited to it? I mean, that's, that's what it sounds like, but I also know there are some Absolutely. restrictions and yeah. things in we're, place. We're just so. asking if, if anyone, okay. if you're watching or listening, <laughs> it, just please bring your mask. Okay. Um, if you don't feel well or you've been around someone that's sick, just, right. just simply stay home. Sure. And uh, we're going to try to stream some of it live oh, good. on Facebook. Yeah. Catch us on our Facebook. Uh, but yes, the public's more than welcome to come, okay. and it'll be outside yeah. in the open air, and uh, we'll have all the trucks positioned in a in a way that people can socially distance yes, and, and still look around. Still and, look around, yeah. and we'll have plenty of folks on site to answer questions, uh-huh. and uh, we're we're gonna have some goodies for people to take with them too. So. Yeah, well, fun. And what time is that on the? We're gonna start at we're gonna start sharply at nine o'clock. Okay, nine the, o'clock sharp. The honor <laughs> the honor guard will begin our ceremony. Okay. And you've probably seen our honor guard. Yes, they are very, impressive. Very lockstep. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna start us off and. Uh, yeah, if you if people out there, if you haven't seen the honor guard, I would definitely recommend getting there at not in time to see it. Get there at nine o'clock. Don't be late because yeah. it 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 is impressive. So. Yeah, that that's a pretty awesome group that they yeah. do really good work for us. Led by a, a Marine, a retired Marine. No wonder they're so great. Right. Yep, <laughs> they're so that's, good. <laughs> that's where they get it from. So yes, uh, we're grateful for Dennis Bailey who yeah. leads the honor guard for us. Very good. Very good. Well, since this is National Fire Prevention Month, or, fi- or is it pre- fire prevention or fire safety? Well, it's 
we just ended it? fire prevention week. Week. That was okay. that was last week. Okay. Historically, the Great Chicago Fire. Okay. Um, the day that it started, I believe October eighth, the day mm-hmm. that it actually started. Uh, if that day falls in the week, that's fire prevention week. I had no idea. I didn't know how that was chosen. I knew yeah. that it was always this week in October, but that's yeah. neat to know that it has a historical tie. It does. And yep. One of the, and there's a lot of versions of that story too. <laughs> everything from a lightning strike uh, oh, wow. to to a cow kicking over <laughs> a lantern in a barn. You know. Yeah. Of um, what started it. Yep. Uh, but it was very destructive. It lasted several days and just exhausted wow. the whole community. Yeah. And, but we learned a lot of things out of that fire, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a, certainly a staple in history, f- and, and which we honor to this day sure. uh, by publishing fire safety tips and, and going out and do presentations and yeah. teaching the kids and things like that. I knew that this, yeah, that this month is, I mean, you got, your, your department is always great about programming and, and doing things for kids and including them, but I know October is kind of a focus with some special programming. Um, and lately, you, you all have posted some tips on social media. Right. Um, so I was going to see if you would share a few of those today. Sure, absolutely. So this year's theme, the National Fire Protection Agency mm-hmm. posts a theme every year. And this year's theme is serve up fire safety in the kitchen. Okay. So everything that they're providing for us mm-hmm. as a kind of a guiding point uh, is relative to kitchen fires, which is very appropriate because for the last three or four years, kitchen fires are Mm -hmm. the number one leader uh, Mm. in residential fires, which it makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of room for us to make errors in the (laughs) kitchen. I've made a few. (laughs) As have I. More more now that I have children occupying my time. Uh, but yeah, just a, some of the simple things, you yeah. know, but speaking of, of children, one of the new recommendations that I haven't seen before, uh-huh. but it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't carry hot things like hot coffee or hot mm-hmm. pan while you're also carrying your toddler. True. Um, that's kind of a, a bad habit that people form and right. you don't realize the... You're trying to multitask. The, and, yeah, mm-hmm. that's today's Get things world. things done, yeah. You know? Phone in one ear, <laughs> hot in the other, <laughs> Baby kid on in one shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're just they're leading us to steer clear of that. Sure. Uh, anytime we're using the stove, turn the handles so that little hands can't okay. reach up and and pull those hot oils or hot mm-hmm. waters, you know, down on top of mm-hmm. them. Uh, good general cleaning of mm-hmm. your appliances from from your toaster. You know, make sure you dump right. the crumbs out of that. Something you don't think about. You, you don't. You don't think about it until you smell it. Yes. And when you smell it, you're like, man, I, I bet there's a, up. I bet there's a bagel in there still. And you know, um, it's perfect time for that too. Yeah. Holidays are right around the corner. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want anybody coming over and judging you because your stove's dirty. So take time to clean that stove. Right. Wipe down that microwave. Clean off your stove top, and just general yeah. cleanliness will help reduce the chance mm-hmm. for a fire. And, um, Everybody's ordering from Amazon right now. Yeah. Um, me included. Yes. One of the things I, I encourage everyone to remember is mm-hmm. when you bring that box in from Amazon, it's got all your, your grocery run or, or whether mm-hmm. it's an Instacart order or wherever right. it comes from. Don't set that near the stovetop. Oh, yeah. We, we have had <laughs> That can un- be problematic. <laughs> yes. And, and through my years while I was still a captain uh, riding the engine, mm-hmm. several fires as a result of that. You know, you oh, bring wow. a couple of boxes in and mm-hmm. you set them either 
on the cabinet or, right. or even on the stove on the top, stove top yeah. and you accidentally hit a button or turn a dial mm-hmm. and then you go about the rest of your morning or day and and you have a fire situation yeah. oh wow so so don't set anything <laughs> on or near the stove that, that's kind of a no-brainer but we uh-huh. forget you know yes we forget. yeah and then of course i'll always give my shameless plug for uh your smoke alarms right clean them test them um, mm-hmm. we we say monthly you know, yeah. Uh, get the kids involved. Let mm-hmm. them help you with that. It's fun. Yeah. Kids love to make noise. You know, <laughs> True. So, and, and they will remind you. If you teach them that it's important. Yes. Your kids will remind you. Yeah. So, Very good. Um, I could talk to you for hours about fire safety, but those are the biggest. Yeah, this the big year. ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I have a related question to that. I know as the as we get closer to winter time and colder temperatures, um, a lot of people will use heat lamps for their pets outside, right. and just from in the past, you know, listening to the police scanner, we hear lots of calls for fires that are either on somebody's porch or barn, or sadly sometimes get into their house. That are because of heat lamps. So, what do you recommend people do to to avoid that? To keep their pets warm, but also right. not burn their house down. Yeah, ab- absolutely. <laughs> Got You have to take care of animals. Right. And we're very much a, a community that uh, you know people have horses and cattle right. and, and dogs and, and cats. Uh, it's important to take care of the animals. My recommendation, first and foremost, mm-hmm. is use a heating device that is rated for what you're trying to do. Yeah. Don't use something that's uh, maybe industrial in nature okay. uh, on your front porch, you know, if, if that's not what you need. <laughs> right. Um, the most ideal situation is if you have a detached mm-hmm. house or shed, a dog mm-hmm. house or however you want to right. say that. Let it be separate from your house. Okay. Um, you, can, you can run power over to that or, you know, use a heating device that's designed mm-hmm. for that. But it's not right up next to your house. Yeah. Uh, that's my biggest advice. We've seen so many families that have that have been affected by oh, a no. heating lamp mm-hmm. uh, problem. And just remember, anything that you're going to put next to a heating lamp, if it's combustible in nature, yeah. plastic, hay, hay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, towels or newspapers, even mm-hmm. those things have a point to which they're uh, going to catch on fire. Yeah. So just remember, you know, all the things you're stuffing in there for the animals could be very combustible. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks Thanks for those tips. I know it's sure. something that um, a lot of people use them, but it is kind of scary uh, <laughs> of what can happen in the middle of the night. Sure. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with putting things on a timer. You right. Know, That's true. That That's a good out, idea. You know, let, yeah. them, let them go to sleep with it, if right. you will, and let right. it time out. There, just the biggest thing is just act responsibly when you're planning that. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure you check on the the device itself yeah. and the animals, and just don't leave it unattended. Right, know, that's one of the bigger issues. You yeah. set it, forget it, type thing. And yeah, try to steer clear of that. <laughs> Be responsible with your heat lamps. Yeah, it, it is, and that is a big issue. People use it them is. for their wells. Also, yeah, that's you know, true. Keep well that's from true. Freezing that, up. Mm-hmm. And I, I respect that, and I and sure. I know that that's a huge problem in an yeah. area like Wise County, where mm-hmm. there are so many rural properties. Uh, just make sure you're doing it the right way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I know that this year has been unusual with the pandemic, and it's put a lot of additional responsibilities and pressures on you guys. Um, what are you most looking forward to in 2021? The turn of a new year. <laughs> Well, I always uh, look at our ability to set new goals. You know, mm-hmm. the new year brings uh, a whole new set of things that we want to accomplish. Right. Uh, 
the pandemic, you know, I'm really looking forward to our community going back to normal. Mm-hmm. And everyone says, well, this is the new normal. Yeah, you know, but the kids right. need to be social. We mm-hmm. need to be social. Uh, I'm looking forward to the community trending towards the way it was yeah you know there's a there's a method and a way for us to responsibly and safely get back to the things that we all know Mm -hmm. and love Mm -hmm. so I'm really looking forward to that I think the closer we trend uh, to to better data and and even a vaccine if Mm -hmm. that's something that you're interested in I think those are all gonna be positive things that are Mm -hmm. gonna lead us into 2021 from a fire department standpoint, I'm, I'm looking forward to setting new goals. Absolutely. You know, we've been really busy this year uh, with with getting our PPE yeah. um, kind of up to speed, mm-hmm. and, and everybody's uh, excited about that. The standards yeah. constantly change on our protective gear. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think they're kind of looking to see what's next yeah. <laughs> you know, in that area. And, um, you know, we're just excited to, to set new goals. Yeah. That's that's where we're at. Well, that's great. Well, we're, we're excited that uh, you're the new fire chief, and we look forward to all the things ahead, and we certainly appreciate your service, and that of your whole department. You have a lot of longtime members there who've we, served this community. and We appreciate we, that, too. And we certainly appreciate you guys. Our, our fire department is made up of awesome people, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're combination still. We will yeah. be for a while yeah. to come, you know. Uh, we we have uh, 24 members mm-hmm. that are volunteers right now. Wow. So that's a, that's a pretty good number for us. It is, yeah. yeah. It is. Well, and I know being a volunteer is a big sacrifice. And, um, you know, it's something that the fire service here in the county has been based on is the generosity of volunteers with their time and, and the generosity of their families, you know, to give these men and women that time to go do that. So. Absolutely. that, and, and we always say that is the key element yeah. to, to having a really good set of uh, volunteer members mm-hmm. is that, that the family is engaged and they know what their right. loved one's going out to do and, mm-hmm. and they understand that the time commitment that sure. they're making. Sure. And all and we're so grateful for that. Our our families, we call it the fire department. Yeah. Family. It's pretty awesome. It's a close bunch. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Uh, it, it's a they're very close. It's a second family. Yeah. And for some it's right. their first family. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Absolutely. Nate. I've I've really enjoyed the chance to visit with you and um, I think everybody out there in Wise County who's listening will enjoy it as well. I hope so. And and if you have any questions or Mm -hmm. maybe something that we briefly touched on today uh, sparks some interest, catch our uh, Facebook page for updates, or you can uh, visit our website. If I may drop a link. Absolutely. uh, uh, www.decaturfd.com. It's got all of our info there and contacts Mm -hmm. for whoever you may want to talk to. Well, that sounds great. Thanks. Thanks, Kristen.